such a tremendous looking trophy. Hello, welcome to the number one PlayStation podcast in the Oceanus. My name is Tim Blunt. Joining me, I should help her. Hey, John. Excited to be here and excited that you uh, took some time out of the virtual reality to join me in actual reality. Yeah, I feel like I'm. I fucking. I'm. I'm Worlds are blurring. You know. Words are blurring. I'm playing, like, obviously, I'm spending as much spare time as I can playing VR, but I also feel like I'm just, I'm having this time at the moment where I'm very much like, I wish I could just take in a week off to, like, smash through a bunch of this stuff because I'll spend some time the next second. I'm like, oh, I'm back to work. Fucking goddammit. Um, and I'm like, can I take my VR headset to work and just play it on my lunch break? Like, get a half hour in? Like, is that a, <laughs> is that a, is that a thing that can, a thing? like, you can thing? demo it? Like, that'll help demo? sell, sell, sell some. <laughs> Yeah, I definitely won't let other people use it because they'll get me fucking pink eye probably, but <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that's an issue? Pink eye? From other people. You know, using your VR. Is that a prominent thing? Yeah. Okay. If people if people <laughs> have um if people have like that's a thing. Yeah. You gotta keep that baby clean, you know? Okay. That's why whenever at the cons and stuff they're wiping it down with alcoholic wine. No, you know that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I know people fighting into their VR hands. headsets. I know what people do. <laughs> you don't have some hand sanitizer handy. You don't have any alcohol wipes. You can't charge them to the company. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. I could. Yeah. yeah. Uh. So I well, know, it's before... lucky that you got like a free weekend this week, so you can crack into a bunch of stuff. Fucking hell. <laughs> what, VR came out like the worst time. It's just so <laughs> I'm going to be, yeah. So, anyone going to the, the gamer, what's it called? The gamer or the game? I keep the game expo, which the is game not a good expo. sign if you. <laughs> I keep forgetting what it's called. <laughs> the game expo in Melbourne. Um, I will be there. So, if you see me, you can say hi. But, well, I don't know. I keep forgetting if it's like, I just know it's the, ga- the game or gamer. Like, I was like, is it the gamer expo? Like, how broy is this? this how bro-y does the expo sound the game expo sounds less bro-y than yeah the gamer <laughs> expo so i'll take it that's good that's it's about it's better title um so i don't really know what's there to be honest as the the last thing it's i'm recording a bunch of v-sports and i saw this big apex tournament yeah, well, they keep, a big they, thing i've seen promoted it's like the week up leading up to it, and they keep like just putting out stuff randomly. They're like, "Oh, we got a partnership with these people." I saw Monster Energy drink the other day, and all the, like like the you got all these like sponsors coming aboard like the five days before the event. I'm like, "Yeah, well, better late than never, I guess." Go for gold, but yeah, I mean, I'm uh, intrigued. I get to be part of history. It's definitely here's the thing. I'll, here's my thing. Right, let me let me put put this out of the way because this is the last thing I'm recording prior to the show. I could catch this after. I may or may not be on that episode anyway. Um. I've seen a lot of people doing the, it doesn't look as good as PAX. But duh. <laughs> it's a, like a quarter of the price, right? Yeah, it's a quarter Tickets. of the price. It's PAX is into Q1. its, I don't know, when PAX started, like 2013? I don't know. Anyway, PAX is like, well, like over 10 years old, well, right? Had a massive in Australia? Global in Australia, anyway. behind it Yeah, well. so it had a massive global corporation. Australia version is like 10 plus years old or whatever. This is a, grassroots indie convention year one if you're expecting it to be pax i'm sorry but you're tripping <laughs> is the, the easiest way i put that so uh, yeah, not I'm, to I'm say that there isn't fair criticism oh yeah they're getting a fair criticism but if your criticism is 
It ain't no packs. That ain't, I don't think that's a criticism. I don't think that's a legit criticism. It's like I mean, comparing like a like the AFL Grand Final and the the weekend local football game. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, the <laughs> fucking the local competition wasn't as good as the AFL Grand Final. Yeah, duh. Like it now. So, I mean, look, yeah, I will. I'm in, I'm intrigued. Obviously, I hope it'll be good because I, I as I've said a million times before, having a successful nova convention that's at the top end of the year that could uh that could breed another sort of community vibe or whatever if it if it's good and people are happy to go to both and whatever else too like absolutely nothing wrong with that we will find out if it's good i expect it to have a lot of criticisms that they will fix hopefully if they get to go for another round two but it's just you got to see what the general vibe is like did they try did they are the the things that are bad just you know things they can learn from or is it just a mess we'll find out Anyway, that's on this weekend. Um, quickly on VR before we jump into a few of. This I will week's say it's concerning mm-hmm. that it's like a week, less than a week out, and there's not. They say there's going to be panels, no list of panels. Still not on the website. Still nothing on the website. Mm. Yeah, it's a bit concerning. But they they keep adding partners. See, that's what I mean. If you go on the website now, it started with like I think those first couple of people. Now they're like. Who they got? Supporting partners: Good Games, EA, Crunchyroll, Ubisoft, Aurora, Steel Series, Road. Studio yeah. So Hulk, I guess what there's going to be uh, stalls for each of these. I guess so. Yeah. I mean, Red Bull's a PAX thing, so at least they get a different energy drink at this one. <laughs> <laughs> this, you know. <laughs> That's true. Well, you get all the little things. They only have Red Bull. They don't have Monster. They don't have Mother. They don't, it's just Red Bull's a pack thing. So at least they're, they're like, nah, fuck it. We got to get a different energy drink for this shit. So well, that's fair. All right. Yeah. Uh, what the fuck was I going to say? Oh, VR. Right. So I dived into this past week, just a couple of quick things I want to mention. So I, I played some stuff that I'd played previously, which I hadn't done yet to like, so for a bit of a comparison. So those two things being, I may have when I should have been playing new stuff so I can actually write reviews for them I may have got completely distracted in Tetris Effect once again because <laughs> once I started that up I was like well can I give game of the year 2023 to Tetris Effect <laughs> probably not probably not I know would I want to I could it's that good Still. <laughs> it's, it's still that good so this is tetris effect connected right so this is the one that came out on xbox yes uh series x so this is the one that had the multiplayer mode and stuff like that and that i haven't i haven't played any of that in vr before but even the the main mode your main tetris effect stuff visually the difference even as someone who hasn't played tetris effect in vr for a couple of years now or whatever the, di- the visual difference I felt as soon as I started the game, whoa, wait, wait, like more particle effects and just general vibe, the the, the audio sounded better. Like it was just all just bringing back that same, you're just like entranced um, by the, the tetraminos. That's what they're called, right? Tetra, tetra, tetraminos, whatever. I don't know. Find out soon in the movie coming to Apple TV. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's so good. So I got I'm I'm I was like oh I'll just try it like the first world of Tetris Effect and I'll um I'll jump out and go play something else that's actually new and then next second I'm just like 
halfway through the campaign mode and then I'm like, oh, fuck, I might as well play some of the multiplayer stuff. And then uh, suddenly I'm like, oh, shit, it's like midnight. <laughs> it's been my entire afternoon just playing Tetris Effect. So my mad, but also no apologies because fuck if Tetris Effect isn't good. Um, the multiplayer stuff in VR, very cool too, because playing that in Xbox, obviously it's just, it, it's just your three, um, the main mode connected, really cool idea. So it's you and two other players you're working uh, cooperatively to fight an AI-like thing that you usually have in Tetris games where the villain can like drop blocks and stuff into your thing. But when you, you're playing three separate games, the connected part is if you power up the bar or whatever and trigger it enough, the three of your three players' things all connect to, together. And then if the person on the far left or right or whatever the middle, they were like nearly out the other two players can then come in and work together with their blocks to bring that player's uh, Tetris field down so you can help each other out that way. It's a really cool thing that happened. And like playing it in VR when all the you know visual effects go off and you see the, the stuff all connect around you and whatever else that all comes together, it's really, really cool. So Tetris Effect, Tetris Effect, still game of the year, 2019, 2020, 2023, every, every year Tetris Effect game of the year. And um, what else did I play a bit of? I fucking forgot. Oh, Res. Res. Whoa. Res. Second best game of the year. <laughs> I don't know. Re- Res is one of these weird games that I feel like, like, because you never played Res, right? No. No. But Res is like, I feel a must play sort of VR experience, which is weird to say because it's a Dreamcast game or whatever it was um, that they, made, they remade and redid for VR. But. There's just something, it's so simple, yet such a just thrilling sort of VR experience because of the way it all comes together. Because you're just this, it's like this Tron world thing that your your character just floats through. And all you do is, like, you, in the normal mode at least, the ones that they, where they remade the original game levels, is you're still just using the, the left analog stick to, to move a cursor around and then... Um, you hold down one button to like lock onto targets and shoot them, and you don't move. It's a look. Like, it's an on-rail shooter, but it's just the combination of the visual effects, the world, and then the music because the game has an absolute banger of a soundtrack. And then at the end of the, I think it's five levels or six levels, there's like a boss fight and everything like that. But just it's the music and everything. But the thing that got me with this one, that I was like, fuck, I didn't have this the first time I played it VR, is because you got the the haptics and stuff in the front of the headset. So every time the character would like dive down and the music would like kick in, you get like this whole like vibration that goes through the front of your skull. And you're like, that's weird, but also cool at the same time. <laughs> it's like a whole different thing. Um, but then the other res mode is, what do they call it? I can't remember, something X. The, that's the one they added for the VR mode where you can actually control and move the character backwards and forwards using R1 or R2. Um, you got to look around a bit more and make better use of your full 360 environment to look around and shoot things. So uh, Res is very, very good. Both of these games, Tetris Effect and Res, if you own them on PS VR already, they were a couple dollar or I don't, I actually don't remember the cost, but they were not overpriced uh, upgrades for PS VR too. So there's um my got way too distracted playing older VR games stuff. But. All right, let's get into some news articles for this week. God of War Ragnarok is the most BAFTA-nominated game ever, writes uh, PlayStation Lifestyle. 
God of War, yeah, God of War Ragnarok has received a whopping 14 nominations at the BAFTA Game Awards 2023, breaking the record for the highest number of BAFTA nominations ever for a game. As for other PlayStation exclusives, Stray received eight nominations, while Horizon Forbidden West now five. Elden Ring, one of Ragnarok's biggest competitors for best game, received a total of seven nominations. Last year, the most BAFTA nominated game, the most nominated BAFTA game was Returnal, which had eight nominations. So, um, it's nominated for best animation, artistic achievement, audio achievement, best game, game design, music, narrative, uh, performing a leading role for both Christopher Charge as Kratos and Sonny Soljic as Atreus, performer for a sort supporting role. Adam J. Harrington as Sindri, Danielle Basudi Bassetti as Freya, Leia Del Leon as Delion Hayes as Angraboda, and then Brian Hurst as Thor, and then it's also nominated for technical achievement. Uh, what do you think of God of War getting nominated for all these? Are they, is it deserving of this many awards? Are the Elden is it gonna beat Elden Ring? Uh I don't think it's gonna beat Elden Ring because yeah, wow. Elden Ring's won everything. But again, I think it'll pick up a bunch of those technical awards. And obviously, it's got those acting categories wrapped up. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, probably the 14 nominations is purely because, you know, it's got so many fantastic performances. It, like, kind of boosts the numbers. Like, yeah. That's, what, six nominees from performance roles? Yep. So, you know, as much as is a fantastic game and uh that you know you have to take it that with a little bit of grain of salt <laughs> yeah so what you're saying is they cheated the system by having good performances no, to I, mean... the numbers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think i said that exactly is that what you're saying? i think that's exactly what you just said so just agree to disagree but uh <laughs> <laughs> all i'm saying is you know Elden ring should have had more characters you know? yeah that's right should have had story. performances, you know? Yeah. Should have had narrative that makes sense. Not this. Not this. You got to read between lines and watch a YouTube video you and fucking bullshit. Exactly. That's why I didn't play it, Ash. That's why I changed my yeah. mind. So I decided, nah, forget it. No, no story. What's the point? No story, not for me. I decided, no. Nah, I'm a story guy, not a gameplay guy. It's what I want to be in my 30s. Yeah. My 20s, different. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. It's interesting looking at the the performance lists. The only ones to kind of break through were Elson J. Alva for for Horizon and Shalatra Mulholland for the one in Immort- Immortality for supporting role. It was four out. Well six. deserved. Yeah. Man, yeah. What a game. Good, good performances there, and a good, a really great list of uh, best games nominees. The BAFTAs. I don't know if you've got it right in front of you. Uh, I don't think I do, so you can read it. The nominees are Cole the Lamb, Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Marvel Snap, Stray, Vampire Survivors. Pretty. It's an interesting list, isn't it? Yep. It's an interesting list. I feel like Stray's the one that keeps catching people off guard and frustrating people. Like, and I get it to a Why degree. Why do they hate cats? <laughs> I mean, I, I don't think it's game of year worthy, but like, it's, it was good. It, it was it was played by everybody. That's the main thing. And mm. that's why it's on the list. You know, mm. when you 
only have a select amount of time to play a certain select amount of games and this mm. game keeps popping up on everybody's list of games that they played during the year it's probably going to show up on all of this shout out to marble snap and vampire survivors though They're the, yeah the two two, two smaller, definitely not triple a games two yeah i mean marvel's like a big big ip and all but it's a mobile card game it's a mobile card game still yeah and yeah, vampire survivors side of the new season <laughs> yeah yeah and Vampire Survivors is a game that looks like absolutely Bring Marvel ass. Snap to PS5, is what we're so. saying. Yeah, I hope they do eventually. I'd love to get the Platinum. Uh, and hopefully I can just auto-pop it and by syncing my... Because <laughs> <laughs> the progress is the same. Like, if I play it on Steam, and then I log in with my... like As long as you've linked it to Steam your profile. On? No, because it's still in, like, early access or beta or whatever it's called. I don't know. So, no achievements yet. But that'd be a good idea. If I said Steam achievements, I'd know what the... PlayStation trophies probably so. Yeah. Mm. Um, in the world where PlayStation consoles were once hard to get, thought it was interesting. Press start was like Sony's giving away bonus PlayStation Five consoles with select TVs at the moment. The Sony store has select promo, special promo going for the next few days, bundling a PS Five Horizon Forbidden West console with select titles at no added cost. Um, the applicable models are listed below. It's worth knowing that there are other sizes. And models of Sony TV available from store that are bundled with a console, but <laughs> these costs. Like, cost... no, let's put the biggest sizes. <laughs> yeah, we'll put possible. the biggest sizes. Yeah. <laughs> instead, of going, instead of going the other route, which would make the most sense, and being like, here's the cheapest possible option you can get a TV with a PlayStation Five. I know what you're doing there, press start. You know, you're putting the most expensive options up first, mm. and people click through, and buy the most expensive version. You can get that sweet, sweet Amazon affiliates cut. No, it's it's the Sony store. So unless they got a Sony, yeah, that's sweet, got a sweet Sony. Sony no, no money. Are you, trying, are you saying that press starts <laughs> paid off by? You know, I'm I'm saying that they're they're driven by corporate greed. Ah, mm, uh, there you go. Yeah, even but though they're owned by a massive conglomerate. Yeah, that's right. Um, it's a bit weird that. Um, it's, how weird is it to see stuff like this happening in the world where it's so hard to get PlayStations now? There's enough that Sony's like. Just like bundle it in with TVs. This used to be a very commonplace thing you'd see, obviously, you know, like console t- bundled in with TVs and like, especially for Sony, they'd be like, this is the TV we recommend for the PS4 or the PS5, you know, whatever. And yeah, this is the one you should buy and we'll bundle it in and all that sort of stuff. But we haven't had that. So, <laughs> sorry. I just clicked all the links. None yeah. of them. <laughs> <laughs> Does, oh, they don't actually. I saw it on the web. I went there myself a long way. No, it must have pulled. Must have sold out. So maybe they too sold late. out. Too late. I mean, maybe they did so sell out. Change story. Uh, you could get a bonus PS5. For <laughs> there was a period where you could get a bonus PS5. My question is but still yeah, stands. I mean, <laughs> it does go, go to show that like they, they're back in stock. They, they have the ability to give them away. So uh, and promotions and that kind of stuff. So. Uh, if you're in the market for a high-end TV, you know, hope you got one. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if it was a, uh, you know, um, the fuck is so weird. <laughs> but the only annoying thing is you have to. Oh no, it's free postage, I guess. So I was about to say, how much do they charge you for? How much do they charge you for shipping a fucking TV? I've never brought a TV. I can I can tell you, I've oh never brought a TV online. Yeah. 
ever in my life. And I, I probably wouldn't unless I saw it in a shop and was like, that's the one I want, but it's a lot cheaper to buy it online, obviously, something like that. It just seems weird. Like, who delivers it? I can't imagine just, like, waiting. Like, I don't know. Oh, I'm very confused. I guess, like, they just organize. So it's like, the old, um, trying to think of a post delivery service. <laughs> Yeah, the Oz Post lives there? Like, how the fuck do they fit it on <laughs> their bikes? Post, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Be like Star Trek? No, no. Fast Track? Yeah. Whatever. But yeah. It's like 10 drones that just all have, like, wires <laughs> hooked up to it. Like, Amazon just, like, drops at your front door, like, that way. <laughs> yeah. How weird. Now, here's the other thing I was going to bring up in a week where yeah. I got weird stories. So you may be like, why is this in here, Dylan? What's this? So the article I've got is Xbox Series S Toaster might be on the way. Press start writes. So, seems like they write, Kieran writes, yep, it seems as though the folks over at Xbox have taken the idea of theming kitchen appliances after their current gen gaming consoles and run with it. At least if a French website, Xbox Squad, has the facts straight. They outlet posted images of what is reported to be officially licensed new Xbox gear from a range of Xbox themes mouse pads to Halo toolboxes and lamps and even a Series X pencil holder. The flagship piece being the almighty toaster. Now, I think this is bullshit, Ash. What the fuck do... What What can we turn the PS5 into in a home appliance? Dylan, we don't need the PS5 to turn into anything. We just need the PS5 to be a gaming console. You know, all these Xbox fans over there looking at their console and they're like, I wish this was something else. <laughs> 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 I, you know, fucking Xbox Series X. I wish this was a toaster. That would be more <laughs> useful to me than this fucking console. If I no fucking go through this thing, it'd be better off as a toaster. <laughs> you know? I don't want Game Pass. I want I want this console to hold hold cans of drink. Keep it cold for me. It's all it's good for. <laughs> I mean this kind of an Xbox Game Pass, I want to cancel and get a HelloFresh subscription from this Xbox fridge. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, PS5, just stay the course. You don't need to play these silly merchandise games, you know? No, you're right. It's going to come on here. I thought I was going to do a bit about like trying to figure out what the PS5 could be. Um, like what no, we did I what we were supposed to. We should talk now. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. You turned it around. My eyes. <laughs> you won. It wasn't a test, but you passed. <laughs> That's how I feel about that. But yeah, very good. So fuck this thing and... <laughs> Whatever. Moving on. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, the last story I wanted to bring up, which I thought was an interesting one, like, that's happened in the last week, especially paired with something else, another story that's sort of been going on in the background. Another little Twitterverse drama thing. So, uh, Pushgo writes, Naiko Yoshida is not a fan of the term JRPG. So, in an interview with YouTuber SkillUp, who traveled to Japan to seek, uh, speak to the senior development team, Yoshida was asked how JRPGs, JRPGs have advanced compared to action games. According to the interview, Yoshida was visibly uncomfortable with the phrase. Localization director Koji Fox explained that, quote, one thing Yoshida wants to get across is that when we create games, we don't go into them thinking we're creating JRPGs. We are just creating RPGs. The term JRPG is used by Western media rather than users and media in Japan. End quote. Uh, and then pushback continues. We're certainly guilty of relying on the terms ourselves at times, and we n- had never really questioned its usage before, because it's just another neutral description acronym along the lines of MMO. 
Yoshida goes on to say, as translated by Fox, that some Japanese developers don't like the term, explaining that, quote, this is going to depend on who you ask, but there was a time when this term first appeared 15 years ago, and for us, as developers, the first time we heard it, it was like a discriminatory term. As though we were being made fun of for creating these games, and some for yeah, and so for some developers, the term JRPG can be something that maybe triggered bad feelings because of what it was in the past. Ishida continued saying it wasn't a compliment to a lot of developers in Japan. We understand that recently JRPG has better connotations and it's been used as a positive, but we still remember the time when it was used as a negative. End quote. Um. With Final Fantasies, where's the part I want? But oh, here we go. Uh, you should explain that the term has negative connotations, saying, "quote that it's turn-based, that it's anime-like." These teenagers saving the world, very JRPG. End quote. Did you? What do you? What, what do you? What do you make of this? This whole interview. I thought it was an interesting perspective, not one that I definitely ever thought about, but I, I guess I could. Yeah, I can understand the the thing, like because people always yeah JRPGs, you know, anime characters. RPG, you know, like all the, the the stereotypes and all that sort of stuff, and people go, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, uh, if they want to be upset about the term, let them be upset about the term. I think uh, it's just it's very much a shorthand and definitely not necessarily uh, indicative of a game as or a genre as a whole, because um, there are a whole different slate of role playing games coming from Japan. Um, Obviously, when you say JRPG, you're thinking Final Fantasy, like old school Final Fantasy, turn based, mm. with you know Japanese characters. <laughs> I mean, well, I guess that's um, the thing. Like, you can't, you can't. If if you start going, oh, a JRPG is only turn based, old school stuff like that, then you're sort of being you're nitpicky with like a description. Yeah, it's the it's like just, a Dragon Games, like yeah, they're JRPGs because it should just be like it's a Japanese role playing game. Like that's the yeah, it shouldn't be. It's only a JRPG if it's turn-based and uh, all these other weird things. It's like, if it was made in Japan and it's an RPG, but then you have to be like, well, they fucking made the RPGs first. Why, why does Western <laughs> RPGs Yeah, why did we get to time? <laughs> yeah, RPGs and JRPGs have to have the extra... So yeah. it, should, it should be sparkling RPGs. Yeah. You know how it's like champagne's only allowed to be called champagne if it's from champagne? The other thing I thought was interesting, have you seen this G4 review thing that's been going on on Twitter? Yes. Well, so I've only is... seen people upset about Adam Tesla doubling yeah. down on this. Yeah. So I thought this was interesting because obviously, yeah, so this like review, or well, this interview happened and then this 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 G4 review started going around because um, for whatever reason. And I just thought it was interesting like, because it, it sort of is, it comes into this. So it's an Adam Tesla review from G4 for uh Batten Katos Origins, a game I've never played, but um A game I'm sure ninety five percent people who are tweeting about this have never played or heard of no. prior to this. I will say the review does come all across, at least in my opinion, extremely racist. And stereotyping Japanese role playing games. And this is the this is the example and this is the time period that I guess Yoshida is talking about in this mm. interview from 15 years ago where he said the term was uh, not something they liked because it was used as sort of discriminatory. And this review is from that time period that he's talking about, like 15 years ago, yeah. where it was used as a discriminatory thing. Literally in the review, uh, Sessler calls, like, starts making fun of characters' names being like, 
suke or something like that and starts making uh comparing it to sake which is yeah i'm not saying he's like it's not outwardly racist but it is like that sort of whatever like it's it's you like in that it's like doing an accent or something like it's the same lines as like doing that then goes on the you know call out anime characters boring characters big titty girl character like all the all the the tropes and like saying, oh, it's just a typical bullshit JRPG. Like, and that's exactly what Yoshida is talking about, like yeah. not liking. So I thought that was super interesting. Um, that that's been a thing. So yeah, just I, like between reading this interview late, like early in the week when it first got posted or whatever, and then seeing that shit going on Twitter, it just got me thinking. I was like, that's a very good point. Like, why the fuck do we call them JRPGs? <laughs> like, they should be RPGs and we should be WRPGs. I don't know, Western RPGs. That doesn't like, ring off. <laughs> it doesn't ring doesn't off. It doesn't sound good, though. No. But it's a good point. Like, it's a, it's a, it's a good point. Like, do, do we only call Octopath Traveler a JRPG? And then the action, like a Final Fantasy game, that's the, the newer ones that are more action-based. And people are just like, oh, it's an RPG. I'm like, well, no, it's still a JRPG. Like, you can't, wait. Like, yeah. It's a JRPG or it's not a JRPG. It was it made in Japan? JRPG. Like, is that not the... Is that not the... But then what about all the... Yeah, like, obviously, you've got a bunch of Western studios that are attempting to ape the style of a JRPG. Are they JRPGs? No, well, they can't be, because it should just be... Like, you're, you're either I mean, it's, saying... It's, yeah, it's like a collective term, much in the way that anime has become like a diluted term because every Netflix series that is made by a Western studio, they want to call an anime. Yeah. Um, uh, what's the, the Nickelodeon one? Uh, Avatar. Yeah. Right. Av- is it anime? Or like any no. of the video game ones they've, they've made recently. Yeah. yeah. Well, th- that's it. So Crunchyroll had their award thing. Cyberpunk Edge Runners wins anime of the year, right? That was made by with the Japanese studio. Was made by Japanese studio. So I feel like it's fine. However, yes. I was going to say, in a world where that, even though it's based on a Western property or whatever, you know, like, um, but the studio that did it was Japanese. So it's still yeah. anime. That's the the difference, I guess, there. And I guess it, it aired in Japan on an actual Japanese television. Yeah. I mean, I, I follow the same way with anime. I'm like, what is anime? It's Japanese cartoons, right? Yes. Is that not the, is that not the, that's the Japanese distinction, animation, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's Japanese animation. That's what we call it anime. So, what's manga? It's Japanese comic books, right? Yeah. JRPG. It's an RPG made in Japan. You can't. I. I, I feel like it's either you like you just start using the the terminology. You can't suddenly start calling a RPG made to look and sound like a JRPG in some by some indie studio in America a JRPG. It's not. Even if they by the style, it's the same as this Avatar thing, Nickelodeon. I don't care if you mm. think it's an it's an anime. It's not. It's a cartoon. But I don't think they called it an anime. I think no. But people called. started calling it anime. It's like it's, it's not. Yeah. It's not an anime. It's not. Yeah. I understand it's fully influenced by anime, and they wanted it to be the same sort of thing, and they succeeded. Like obviously, people love that show. You like that show, right? It's um, great. All these things. Yeah, it's great. Everyone, I haven't watched it. I hear it's great. Look I wish to I'd, the live action. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Wait and see. See how that goes. Um. Yeah, it's it's not that it's not an anime. Full stop. It, it's a cartoon. Yep. <laughs> it's very weird. And the Adam Sessler thing, fucking weird. But dude, doubled down like this. I mean, yeah, like, he's a weird dude. He's a weird dude. I just want to say, anytime he, he gets like called weird, a, weird, 
he like chooses to. Yeah, I iron followed he him like his battles poorly. <laughs> yeah, I unfollowed him a while back when it was like he was trying to like someone called him out for something he said like transphobic a while ago and said just like being like I'm sorry or like whatever it was just like double down I was like okay and again here he is like just doubling down for no reason I'm like just, just I mean like- I can understand you going oh why are people upset about a review that was 15 years old well then I someone someone the original cause was some YouTuber made a video talking about how. And the, he used this clip as an example in his video as to how this particular game was unfairly reviewed at the time. I think was the yeah the long how we got to this how it started there, and then someone would yeah. pull back. So, clip so the, the yeah the, to, like, yes. So it's a it's a couple it's a fifty second clip that was used for a longer uh, I, I believe an essay type video talking about how this game that this person likes was highly unfairly reviewed at the time. Yeah. Which is fine. That's a per- perfectly good idea for a video if you like yes, the context, game and stuff yeah. in context. Uh, that's how the clip ended up circulating. Though, so, yes, very interesting. I uh, think piece. If anyone, not something I, yeah, again, ever really thought or put more than two, put two sec- seconds into thinking about why it's called JRPG. So, all right, that'll do it for this week's episode of Platinum Explosion. Uh, of course, yeah, come see me at the game expo if you're there. It's just, um, I'll be there doing something. Don't know what, but I'll be there. Let us know any comments, questions, concerns so you've had about stuff. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, let us know any comments, questions, concerns you've got about the show. What do you think about the JRPG stuff, all that sort of stuff? Uh, Twitter, Twitters, or the Discords. ExplosionNetwork.com slash Twitter. ExplosionNetwork.com slash Discord. If you like the episode and want to support, Platinum Explosion or ExplosionNetwork.com. You can head over to ExplosionNetwork.com slash support. Buy us a Kofi over at our Kofi page. Until next week, remember... Every trophy count.